Were you riding on the front of a Buick again? <laughs> what? Sucking in bugs. You're <laughs> <laughs> out there like... <laughs> kind, of, kind of doing the Titanic thing. I can't... Okay, yeah. I can hear myself. Okay. You got a, you got a grill full of... I'm king of the world! Grill full of bugs. <laughs> ah. Shit. No, we record directly into this, okay. and then there's the um, the card that I can pull it out of. Now, right. we got the recording levels where I want to have them, but if it's too loud for you, then that one is volume. Okay. So it's not turn, too loud. You can turn down the volume for your ears, your ear bones. Turn it up. But it doesn't affect turn what we're doing in there. Wow. Our new studio. Yeah, here we are. Everybody in our new studio digs. Our new studio, we got carpet. We're sitting on bistro chairs. At a bistro table. Yes, and uh, but we're not in a bistro. No, we're in the we're in the lower level. We're in the lower decks today. Ooh. <laughs> we're in the lower decks, of Scott's home, and uh, we're hoping that um, we're creating a bit of a sound, a better sound environment for the podcast. We're working on quality assurance here to make sure our uh, listeners have a good experience and i've got duct tape wrapped around the dog's mouths <laughs> right yeah that that'd be funny that if that was true that'd be real funny i'd like to see i'd like to see you get duct tape around dot's mouth that'd be, <laughs> that'd be something else <laughs> i just want i want somebody from PETA to leave a, <laughs> no no kind of a, you're abusing animals screw well. you PETA. you guys don't even <laughs> like pit bulls to begin with so kiss my ass well, I can tell you what, nobody, nobody, if they saw your dogs in their natural environment, would think they are being harmed in any way. They're, they're tweeted, treated like queens. You mean my bed? <laughs> <laughs> their natural environment? Well, I mean, their, their, entire, their entire lifestyle is of, uh, it's like opulent splendor. I mean, it's just like your well, dogs. We, we haven't <laughs> so, even started. You're using $20 yeah. words already. I love my $20 Good words. Lord. Yeah. So, so here we are. We're gonna. Um, we're in the lower decks. We're in the lower decks. Let's let's talk about lower decks a little bit. Um, I surprise everybody. We're, yeah. we're mixing it up. We're gonna mix it up. Talk about lower decks. We haven't revisited Star Trek for a while. I think it's time. So. And we're gonna. The plan is to mix it up so that we get a cross section or. Yeah. We, yeah. Something. Something. You know, more than one thing in an episode. Yep. Looking forward to Werewolf Podcast. <laughs> To know which ones well I, keep but no i just put it subconsciously in your mind so that you remember i want a podcast about werewolves okay but did you see that they on just an marvel announced some werewolf something or other oh really i've been here they've been buzzing about wolverine again oh well that's because, oh because it's official he's in deadpool 3 yeah and that seems weird to me and that seems very yeah but the, the 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 way they did the the announcement was hilarious but who is wolverine who's cast as wolverine uh, Hugh Jackman. Oh, good, good. Yeah, no, I, it's Hugh Jackman. I don't, I don't really want Hugh Jackman to leave that role ever. Well, well, because he died as Wolverine in the future. Yeah, it was in the future. Logan took place in the future. Yes. So, but Deadpool is like now, so it's easier for them to rewind and say this is a story that you know timeline wise mm -hmm. that this took place earlier. Yeah, good. And good. then they can then you can start throwing the um, what are they the from Loki all the. You know all the alternate versions. What oh, they call sure, them? the multiverse. The, I know, but they have yeah. the variants. The variants, okay. So they can so they can open up a whole 
Well, see, it's just, it's just a everything is just, with... I, I mean, we have people that are arguing canon and there's, there's no way that they can argue canon anymore because all of these shows have changed so, so vastly with what you're just talking about, variants and multiverse and future timelines and alternate all timelines, alternate Calvin timelines. And <laughs> no, sorry, wrong. Well, genre. no, it was, no, it was a, but, wrong no, but still the same, same, but the same principle. The same principle. Yeah, same sure. principle is just like let's do whatever we want and and just uh, to hell with the fans. <laughs> I don't know, kind of opens up, gives them some flexibility and opens up some good things. Well, think, so. I think you know Hugh Jackman. I hope he, uh, I I hope he's got some openings to his schedule because the Music Man's going to close. He's been on Broadway in the Music Man, which is my literally next to the sound of music i it's my second hated musical so i i don't i even though it's hugh jackman i don't want to see him so is it worse than um well not worse i only saw a little bit of the the one the movie that he did oh the greatest showman yeah oh i love the greatest i saw like showman. the first i saw like 25 minutes of it i absolutely I just never got around it. to finishing it i love the greatest showman and and jackman i mean he has an incredible voice he's he's a triple threat so i mean i love him but um, certain shows. I mean, if you don't like the show, being being led by Hugh Jackman doesn't matter because you just don't like the show. So, I get you. Yeah, yeah. But back to lower back decks. to lower decks because we are in the it's, lower uh, decks. Yeah. So of the studio, <laughs> the lower decks of the studio, and uh, it's quite comfortable down here. I think so. Um, uh, I just uh, we just watched what was the episode called that we just watched? Here um, all trust nothing. Yeah. Right. My uh, that was the name of the episode. Here all trust nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we'd kind of have that shit yeah. put together before we yeah. started. Uh, oh, well, that's us. <laughs> Quick, what's but, the next thing we're going to talk about? I look it up. <laughs> so anyway, um, I think the I think one of the nice things I want to say about Lower Decks, first of all, A, Lower Decks is really funny. It's absolutely And funny. if you have followed Star Trek, even if, if even if you haven't watched you know every single episode and you've hit the major episodes, you will understand Lower Decks. Um, it... You know, you might even enjoy it of if any you series. haven't watched it. I would say if you if you're a really dyed in the wool, you know, weirdo of my age who thinks that the original series is the only series, mm-hmm. or if you're next gen or whatever, there's something for I, you. I, there's something for you. Yeah, the the I think personally, the Mugat the Mugato episode was the best. That was that was it's Mugato, right? The white the white uh, horned monkey. Ape oh, from mom. season one. Yeah, is it Mugato or is am I thinking of I a Will Ferrell about. character? Because like, because <laughs> he's a Mugato in Zoolander. But it's um, the only thing I remember the- <laughs> with that one is because of the big kerfuffle because of what the Mugato, oh, oh, Mugato was, was doing. And it's naughty. For those of you who have funny. not seen it, I'm not even going to. I'm not even going to say it because it, I haven't been drinking enough yet. It's my, really my naughty. CBD hasn't kicked in. It's that that episode is really naughty, but it's funny. Um, but tonight, I mean, this, and I don't want to actually, I don't want to spoil this episode oh, yeah. for you. Tonight. Spoilers. We're we're gonna talk about stuff. We're gonna, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk about it. Okay. Well, what they do with Tendi though is fantastic. I mean, they we don't know much about her character at all. All we know is she's kind of a straight laced by the book. Uh, Starfleet officer, and she just goes over and over. Was she even beyond. actually really, you know, a member? Yeah. Um, of the what's called of the syndicate. Uh, well, we find out that yep. her family's a member of the syndicate. Her family's a member. But of I'm the just talking. I'm just talking about her race as far as whether or not she was truly. I mean, because she didn't act like it. No, but she's apparently trained like one. Yeah, no lie. 
Holy so, smokes. So, uh, you know, she's overcome, apparently overcome some of her past. I so. like how, I mean, they really have started to flesh out those characters. I mean, it's a freaking cartoon. But they've it's actually cartoon, really yeah. started to flesh those characters out and giving mm-hmm. them some, they're giving them some backstory. Well, in the previous episode we watched where they're sitting, it's hysterical, they're sitting at a Star Trek table at like a, a conference. Like, you want to join Star Trek? Come here and check us out. Uh, you want to join the Architects Guild or whatever? Come here, check us out. And so they were with a bunch of people. Oh, well, they were. It was the uh, Career Day or whatever. Career Day, yeah. They're at <laughs> Career Day, and Boiler and Mariner have to sit at the booth, and they don't want to do it. And, <laughs> and Boiler loses his shit, and Boiler just flips it, and it's that God. is that is absolutely. And I turned to I read somewhere. I turned now. Dang it, I can't remember because it was I read a, or saw an article and it said that Boiler had his such and such moment, and it was another character. From another show, the way he flipped and just we got to remember those things for the podcast. No, I need to start. And I see you're you're bossy. I don't do you do the notes. I know, but I didn't. I didn't. I'm saying I don't. I'm not. I'm not. um, What's the word I'm looking for? Um, You know, I I don't. I don't have that uh, level of not commitment, but. you well, know, where, do it. where I where I'm I'm committed, you know, to making sure that I do X Y Z every day, X Y Z X Y Z. I mean, that's where you come in with the <laughs> so you will with the uh, you know you. I mean, you have that. Well, I'll start you doing poli- that. You, poli- you police yourself better than I do. But I don't. So I don't think that. we had any planned. Uh, we didn't plan on talking about lower decks. I would have taken notes if we would planned on it. Uh, but one thing about to say about lower it was just decks it was just too good to not talk about is there are so many things going on in lower decks that you can literally blink and you can miss them like just like you said wait was he did he have ears on did he have Ferengi ears on boiler or walk well because by? within thirty seconds he cashed in every bit yep. of money that he won all of yep. his latinum and then traded it in for a certificate but it mm-hmm. was like a double certificate or something yeah. for Quartz for for the shop. gift shops and he's like. <laughs> <laughs> the best part is like, well, that's great because we don't use money anyway. And then whoever the other, whoever the other Ferengi was, I was, was like, Nog. what? It was Nog, yeah. Well, no, I don't think. Well, no, no, because Nog would Nog would have been in Starfleet, so right. it wouldn't have been Nog. Okay, At the most, Nog. it might have been his brother. Okay, it was somebody. But it was somebody. It was another one. It's another Ferengi. And surprised that they don't use money, which was kind of weird because they would know that they don't use money. But but then, but within thirty seconds of of winning everything and then trading it in, he walks by the camera with. Ferengi ears and a couple stuff. I mean, he's already blowing it. I mean, you have to. You really have to watch. Like, you can't look down and pick up your drink, or you would have missed that. You know, you're absolutely or, right. You know, if you, you couldn't look down at your phone, you really need to with Lower Decks watch every second, listen to things, pick up on things, and I mean, like, it's like just if the, if you want to call them Easter eggs, they're just loaded. They're just loaded with stuff. Oh, these these episodes, these with episodes lower decks. Yeah. absolutely, and that's yeah. well, like you mentioned earlier because that they're able to do that. They're able to pull all mm-hmm. those pieces from all the different series. Last last season, they had the one where they were in with like one of the collectors, and it had all of those different. I mean, it had everything from the skeleton of giant Spock yeah. from the animated yeah, series. That's right, they did. You know, to you I mean, that. You, that yeah, awesome. I mean, they had everything mm-hmm. in there, and and it's fun. That it has to be fun as hell to write for that. Yeah. series because you get to pull all that shit from everywhere well, and you gotta wonder who they're hiring to like who who are they hiring that knows all that trek i'm thinking right now well, if the showrunner, you're one of those trying, 
Trek nerds that we're making fun of in your mama's basement, you probably got a career. Mama's, I mean, you never, got a I've career. never even said mama's basement. At least you I say a, your mother's you basement. You got a career at uh, writing for Lower Decks if you've been keeping track of all the movies. Well, I'm trying to remember, and I'm, and I'm terrible here because this is, this is just the kind of show that we do. And because I, I can't remember who the showrunner is for Lower Decks, but he is like, he's a dyed in the wool Star Trek uber nerd, like well, a, li- like a lifer, you know. Look at that. He got himself a job. Yeah. All the people that were making fun of him, yeah. they got themselves a uh, And then obviously we know that the, you know, the the other producers and, and, and developers of the show are obviously from, um, what you call it? The other, <laughs> the other show that's so good on, on Cartoon Network. It's like his uncle. Tell you about Rick and Morty? Rick and Morty, thank you. I don't even watch that show. <laughs> I know you pick it up. How so, did I pull that I out? I didn't even I'm watch impressed. that show. I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I, uh, that's and so I think we can even stitch that in with all the other bullshit that we were just mumbling over when you're just what you talk about Rick and Morty. Morty. Yeah, it's Morty. the it's the yeah. that's where it's the Rick and Morty guys that mm-hmm. are doing Lower Decks. Okay. All right. So I'm surprised you didn't know that. See now Ooh, now I have no idea. Now I'm curious to see going forward. You know what kind of spin, if anything, that puts on it when you're watching it. I don't watch Rick and Morty. No, though. no, I mean Lord oh, X. Oh, yeah. But you know, you know what Rick and Morty is. Yeah, I do, and I actually think Rick. I don't know why, but Rick and Morty doesn't appeal to me, and I don't know why. It's a good show. I've watched it, but it drives me nuts. Why does it drive you nuts? Because I'd like to know. Because I, I kind it's, of drives me nuts too. Because it's too close to what's going on inside my head. It's oh. all over the place. It's all over the place, and I could not take enough Adderall to stay dialed into that show. Jeez. I couldn't. I mean, it, it's it's all over the place. Mm. And that mm, wasn't because of my statements, because she's drinking a Paloma. And it's grapefruit, so it's kind of... <laughs> it's good. It's good. Um, the, I've never had a Paloma, so tonight uh, we introduce you all mm-hmm. to the Paloma. And Lower Decks. Yeah. So, and well, the, but the big thing was DS9. Yeah, I was, uh, and you know what was interesting about, they kept mentioning Quark's Bar as a franchise, and I actually was fortunate enough to go to the real Quark's Bar at the Star Trek experience at the, at the old Hilton <coughs> in Las Vegas before they shut it down. I made it there at least one year prior to it getting shut down, and and it was set up exactly, <coughs> was set up exactly like it was on DS9. I mean, props, everything. They had these amazing drinks that uh, they made special for the bar. And they had like, they lit up on under black light and they, or they had glitter in them. That's, or that's they not had, always good. Right. Or they had. Hotel sheets sometimes light up under a black light. Too. But the drink I ordered had this little floating ball that bounced around. Same thing. It. it was great. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It was anyway. It was a lot of fun, and well, uh, you got the but you got the franchise thing, right? Did, yeah. Did you understand what? Because like every episode of Star Trek that's on the air right now has had at least one episode where you've seen a Quarks. Right. I mean, even even like Picard. Yep. I mean, yep. Disco. You know, they've all somewhere they've come across a Quarks in there, which is kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, I remember the food not being all that amazing at Quarks because I had a quesadilla. <laughs> I mean. You know, food, but, but the drinks, the, the drinks were cool. And um, I remember getting a shirt at the gift shop there. It was pretty neat. It's because it probably wasn't a tortilla. It was probably somebody's space panties. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. It was. So it really, it really saddens me that that event shut down. But I think they actually might have tore that Hilton down. Because, you know, I feel like every five years, um, Las Vegas loses like 10 
10 hotels or casinos. They just well, keep getting torn down. Five years is ridden hard and put away wet for a hotel in Las Vegas. Oh, possibly, yeah. <laughs> possibly. Uh, so it yeah. was so it was it was it was a fun episode. The DS9 thing was obviously cool to see. They did I mean it was almost the station looked better in that 3 3D animation than it looked like when during in the real show. Oh, well, if you think I'm, so. Well, I mean because it wasn't I mean this is like in HD and everything and the regular show was in standard def, you know, and they never really got and it was a you know, a model where, I mean, it was, it was so much more detailed, at least from the outside is what I, I meant. I think that I, one thing that I really noticed was Quark's jacket. Cause it was just spot on to what he would wear. And, <laughs> and the whole storyline that they did with, with Quark double crossing this alien race, that was pretty well. And they, spot on. and they, that they were from the series. It yeah, took me a minute mm-hmm. because they actually, there was another guy who had, Played um, and I'm not so certain that the actor who played the, in the li- in, in the live version of DS9, I think the guy who played the uh, the species, the same one, was still what's his name who um, uh, invented warp drive for Star Trek. Who's that? Uh, I'm, I'm spacing it Cochran? out. Cochran? Ah, Cochran. Again. I don't know why. I mean, I don't again. Know. Where are you pulling this you know, stuff we're from? Sitting here, we're sitting here with this. People got to know Scott knows Star Trek a lot better than me. Like you do. And yet yeah, I, I still pull mit- out. I could pull out the. I could pull all these names out of my ass like nobody's. But we already this. discussed that I didn't have my meds <laughs> dialed in right today. That's all right. Okay. But yeah, okay, the same, well. I forget. The same guy, you know, that played Cochran. Mm-hmm. And then in the movies and all that kind of stuff, and he was kind of like in a couple of TV shows. But he was under he he did several t- TV episodes of f- different flavors of oh, Trek, nice, but yeah. always in makeup. And yeah. this that was the throwback to when Quark, because um, the Grand Negus wanted him to go to the Gamma Quadrant with mm-hmm. him to open up business in the Gamma Quadrant, mm-hmm. and he took this one guy with that was supposed to introduce them actually to the founders. And that was when it just turned into a shit show. But that yeah. was that. I think that's that who the species was. Yeah, I don't remember the species name either. I did. I did recognize the look of the character though as being rivals with Ferengis. I did notice that because they have the same. They have the they same, same kind of. Yeah. Well, and the same kind of ideals, and they're all about making money and. Well, and then we would also like to say rest in peace to Louise Fletcher. We discussed that earlier. Yeah. Who was. Uh, who starred as Nurse Ratched, not Ratchet, Nurse Ratched. In... I said Ratchet for. Oh yeah, a lot of people did. Ever. Well, it got colloquial. It was like a colloquialism, but um, she she won an Academy Award for her role in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and then later in life she played a character on Deep Space Nine. What was her character's name? Uh, Kai uh, Win. Yeah, Kai 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 Win, and she was uh, part of. She was um, Bajoran. She was like a Bajoran spiritual leader. Is that what she was? She was like their pope. Yeah, right. And then she ended She's up being a, a bad deal. pope. She's bad a big pope. deal. Bad pope. Right. Yeah, she right. was kind of a big deal. She was a big deal. But the thing about Louise Fletcher is that she had resting bitch face big time. We all and, do. And you know, she, she played, she got typecast as a villain a lot of times. But I read an article about her that said, 
Previous to her role in, as Nurse Ratched, she was in many things where she played a good, uh, basically a good guy type character. Oh, I totally believe that. And she was really beautiful, beautiful woman. And then she went, she had a baby. She took some time off from Hollywood. And when she came back, she was cast as Nurse Ratched. And she said, I don't know if I'm right for this role. Can you believe this? She said, I don't know if I'm right for this she was role. Perfect. She was and she's absolutely, absolutely perfect. perfect for it. And then she she then after that though, she couldn't get any work as like a nice character. So she that's what happens to some people, right? But if it works, it works, you know? I mean, I I would love if I could play the villain all the time and instead of some like uh just frumpy looking housewife that's the role when was the last time you played a frumpy looking housewife oh probably about five years ago yeah i'll still get frumpy looking housewife roles. (laughs) it's fine fine. i can be typecast as long as it's funny yeah i had um i think one of the things that was really kind of cool about her was the fact that especially back into one one floor of the cuckoo's nest was the way she was able to successfully be on the other side of Jack Nicholson. Oh, right. right. That's a, that's a lot of person or a big, big personality, you know, to try to be the counterweight to. Yeah. But, and I thought she did that very effectively. But I don't know that Jack Nicholson was as big when, as he was after one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Well, okay. I'm not talking popularity though, but I'm I'm talking, talking I'm talking personality, his his personality and all that kind of stuff was still very big. Right. In that movie. Right. That's well, all. That's what I mean. She was a she was the good countermount. She was a good foil, perfect foil. Foil. Uh, foil. Foil. Yes. So that'll work. So mm-hmm. so anyway. so she's gone. She's dead. She gone. She gone. <laughs> she gone. <laughs> she gone. <laughs> no. Rest in peace, Louise Fletcher. Oh, she gone. What song? I'm trying to think of what song. What song that is? Well, you told me I can't sing anymore. Although I've I, got what I've got. What in the hopper? I got a song in the hopper. <laughs> got one in the for hopper. Saying yeah. I got one in the chamber. I got one in the chamber. <laughs> I'm gonna chamber. give it about twenty minutes. <laughs> Release the kraken. <laughs> I got one. <laughs> Starting to crown. <laughs> so so uh, you know we've been talking about a really good show, but let's segue into a really bad show. Oh, what's that? La Brea. What the fuck is with La Brea? La Brea. <laughs> I can't stand La Brea. And I've watched every episode. Yeah, why do we keep doing that? Why do we keep watching? I, I know, was, that's why I keep calling it a train wreck. Because, you know, you can't look away from a train wreck. And I honestly, I do not understand why I keep watching that show. We talked about it early. I said, it's a terrible show. It has terrible uh, graphics. You know, the 3D animation for the for the Boogeyman monsters that they have in there. Um the acting's terrible. The story is terrible. The writing is terrible. The entire premise is terrible. It's like everybody is. It's they like they took the entire, um, what is it, a troop, troop from a first year junior college <laughs> acting yeah, thing, and every one that. of them failed their acting classes, and so they said, "Well, boy, do we got a deal for you?" Yeah, and they gave them no. a show. Yeah, well, so I uh, here here's the deal. Like, and I keep watching. <laughs> uh, 
I would like to say that I know the names of these actors in this show because there's actually a few of them on there that have been on other things, but I don't. Don't know the name of one of them. I think the reason, I'll be honest with you, I think the reason why we're podcasting right now is because of that sad man, that sad, sad man we watched a video of talking about La Brea. Do you remember that? No. There was, there was a long time ago, many, many moons ago. We Did we, he like it? Well, there was this just what I would say he is probably a... Had a few issues, a few mental health issues, but he was like um, an apartment um, TikToker or something. It wasn't TikTok, but he was he was going was to... was it lickety split? No, that's, that's the one I'm going to start. He was gonna he was gonna record himself reviewing every episode of La Brea, and he was kind of a bigger, heavier set guy, and he was wearing a stained shirt. Remember, I uh, said, "Now oh I remember." Oh my gosh, now why is this guy out here recording himself looking? Like, you know, you can't even I put on now. a clean shirt. I remember shirt. now. I remember. And he was over the top in love with La Brea. And we just sat there like, what did what did you just watch? What show did you what, see? What did you just watch? Because, I mean, he oh, sticks Christ. with me. I bet right now, if we were to look for him again, again, if we were ever, if I were to just type in sad guy in stained shirt watching La Brea, we could pull him up and he's probably got every episode uh, on there for La Brea, and we could just watch him for the recaps. Oh my God! Well, that'd be like watching Split Ends. Well, yeah, but we like Split Ends. So we love uh, Split Ends. this and we're uh, never gonna tell you no, who Split Ends is because we don't want her to no, be like come at rage field at us. No, at a because con she's someday. so so split. Whoever for those of you who don't know, I think we mentioned her the very first episode we did. She is a personality. Online on a platform with bad hair, with very bad hair. Um, although the picture for her platform at one time she had well, yeah, quite and, nice hair, but she talks about that. She's like, Everybody can benefit from a blowout. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> See, now, now that might be enough right there in to relation, get us in trouble. In relation to She Hulk, she says, Everybody <laughs> can benefit from a blowout. Oh, see, that's way too much. You're giving way too much. <laughs> I, I don't, we, get, we, you know, we, but we she's awesome. Her. The deal she's is, good. she's awesome. So if this yeah. ever comes back to bite us in the ass, yeah, she's, she's awesome. awesome and she knows so much. Yeah, she's, um, she's really awesome. <laughs> um, but, but so, you know, here's the deal with La Brea. La Brea is one of those shows that, like, will spend an entire episode on two or three of their characters being stalked by a wild animal. Like, we can't just have one scene about that. It has to start at the beginning of the episode and culminate at the end. And like it's like, going on in the well, first good episode grief. Of- I mean, it's like, you know, we don't need all that. And then... um they it's so ridiculous so we've got some people that are separated they're they're in the current present time and they're separated from their family members when a giant sinkhole opens and sucks several several people down into the past you know into this like temporal anomaly which is fine okay that's that's fine there's actually been a really good show that is extremely similar to La Brea called Primeval. It's a UK show that ran for multiple seasons. Couple seasons, yeah. It would open these rifts where like one dinosaur would come in and, and then they try to send it back. Equally as crappy animation in that one. Yeah, too. it was, but yeah. you know what? Primeval had a good story because it, it just was better. It was. Because we didn't have to suspend disbelief that okay, the people that are in the present now have found a sinkhole in Seattle, which drops them into Los Angeles, well, 10,000 BC. And then Fox came out with one. Fox came out oh, with, really? uh, was it Terra Firma? 
Oh, I don't, I'm I trying to remember the name of it. That. And it, um, I'm trying to remember it because it had several people that I've seen in other stuff now. And it was a where they went back in time to save the present kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think it was Terra Firma. And it was, oh. I think it did two seasons. I can't remember. But so now, anyway. with, now with La Brea has introduced, and I, I, I'll, I'm not spoiling anything because there's no there's no reason for anyone to watch this show. <laughs> no. But La Brea will uh, bring in all these tribes. Like it's almost like becoming like the 100. Like we have this rival tribe here, and we have this rival tribe here, and you're now a rival tribe, and they're all people that have fallen in from different periods of time. Right. Some, I mean, you know, some of them have Volvos, some of them have Mercedes. Every time you turn around, they've got technology that they shouldn't have. Mm -hmm. And And now, right right in this first first episode, going from the last episode, now suddenly there's a big shiny building that's there in 10th. And they liked, I like how they all know they're in 10,000 BC because they keep saying, well, how could that be in 10,000 BC? I'm like, did you pick up a paper? How do, you, how do you know you're in 10,000 yeah, BC? Because, you know, they're not in a dinosaur age because everything, the dinosaurs everything are Everything is dead. hairy. Everything is mammalian based and they're huge, which you're is gonna, great. You're going to run out of words here pretty quick. I'm not going to run out of words because I took the graduate requirement exam <laughs> twice. Mammalian. And I have, mammalian. I have, I have millions of these words in my head oh, that God. I have no place to put them but here. So lucky <laughs> you. Lucky you. Luck, lucky y'all. Lucky y'all, yeah. So, but so I guess enough about La Brea. I'll continue to watch La Brea because, um, honestly, it's the only show on NBC that I even watch anymore, other than Days of Our Lives, which is now on Peacock. So I have to literally listen to it on my laptop and treat why it like you, a podcast. Why don't you watch it on your laptop? Well, I do, but I'm working, so oh. then I I don't have I don't have a split screen. I don't have I don't have the skills to set that up. Really, quite frankly, I'm I'm just a tech phobe. It's terrible. It's they've they've what they have done to their network with streaming is just ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, Peacock I mean, sucks. We got it. We got to talk about uh, just you talked about we this should the do other a, day. We should do a streaming one. Yeah, we we talked about this the other day because now it's still a, still appointment viewing. You can't watch some shows until eight o'clock on Sunday night or well, it's what it's what like they're that. doing with House of the Dragon cards. Yeah, that's what they're doing with uh, lots of shows. I mean, it's um, it's utterly. I mean, but it depends upon the network now. Like um, Paramount, when they were doing CBS All Access and when Trek when Discovery first came out. They were doing that. We knew what day it would be, but it wouldn't be released until like 8 o'clock at night. Yeah. And at least now they're not doing that anymore. They quit. I mean, when they became Paramount Plus and everything. So, I mean, if the show comes out on Friday, you can get up at 6 o'clock in the morning on Friday and it's there. I mean, it's released on Friday. So, uh, uh, and but Disney, no, Disney's not doing it. But um, yeah, some of these other ones like HBO, that's exactly what they're doing. They're back to this. You got to be here at this time. You sure you can stream it later if you want to, yeah. But and you still you they want your butt down there at eight o'clock at night to watch. I don't understand that at all because the world is not going that way, and that was one of their innovations to sort of fix that. And now it's like they're backpedaling and why? Well, they totally are. No, so Netflix is talking about offering cheaper tiers, but with ads. I mean, it's it's coming full circle back to fucking yeah. cable TV is what yeah, it's doing. Well, I mean, streaming I mean, cable is what it is. Yeah. It's, wait a minute. Yeah, I don't I don't really What am I cut? I already I already cut my cable. I got I mean for cable TV, am I supposed to go cut my Wi-Fi router now? What's next? I don't know, but you know, I'll tell you one thing that I was upset about. I was upset 
uh, they, the Weird Al movie came out, and they're only it's only on Roku. You can only watch it on Roku, and I don't, I don't. Yeah, but is is it okay? But Roku doesn't do any of its own programming, do they? I mean, is it on one of the other? No. Companies like Paramount or no. Hulu or something that's on Roku? They only released it on Roku. Al, Al made a deal. He only released it on Roku. So, Well, at least all 10 people are going to see it then. <laughs> I mean, it probably so ever, probably ever one of our listeners. <laughs> I got it figured out, but it's also we're at, we're at a place now where some of the stuff isn't going to the movie theaters at all, and that's becoming disruptive. And you can already tell that's becoming disruptive because if you look at what's playing at the movie theaters, some of those movies are like, oh, where did this where did this come from? This is an IFC film. They must be having uh, just a lack of programming to put in their theaters. But it's interesting because you see the commercials when you watch a trailer and now it has become so I mean, because obviously this all started with COVID, you know, when they started right. releasing COVID stuff, you know, and yep. so they they had to get their money out of it somehow. But it's interesting because you'll see a commercial for it, or you'll see a trailer, and it'll say only in theaters. Yeah, you know, or yeah. only this, and you never used to hear that before. Mm-hmm. Sure. And because yeah, because there are quite a few, you know, because the Netflixes and the Apple TVs is, is and the yeah and movies uh, are running primes, longer. I, well, and they're they these some of the streaming companies are making a far better quality product than they did prior to COVID. It's with true. with a lot of their stuff that they do, it's true. I'm, I'm not saying across the board, all streaming has become that much better, or even that even the specific streaming platforms, everything is better because they still really crank out some turds too. Well, I still but, I'm still a f- big fan of going to the movie theater. I'm an extrovert though, and I enjoy I enjoy the crowds, especially at a Marvel movie. There is nothing better well, than opening like the, night at a Marvel. Like I love it. Like I love the energy. the energy. I love it. It's like an experience. It's it's similar to um, a musical or an operatic. Experience. I do too. I'm just too lazy. Yeah. Is the problem. Well, you're a home, but you're a home person. You've got a beautiful home theater. Look what I well, look where you. I sit at home and watch. It's not that great. So. Well. I, I threw the money into it and I'm not and I don't use it enough honestly to be, to be truthful I it's very rare that I come down here it, it, if a new movie comes out oh. then I come down here yeah. usually it, I don't know why because it's just so easy to watch upstairs well and you know, know we the, we're getting off track but totally like people are watching things on the tiniest screens ever now and I'm sorry but you don't watch a movie like Maverick or a Marvel movie on your cell phone maybe the third or fourth time. Yeah, like you know oh, I want to I want to see what happened in the scene, but so many people are doing that now, and it just strikes me as odd. Yeah, I would never. The first first viewing has got to be on almost on almost everything. The first viewing has got to be on, like on the biggest screen you can find. Right. Yeah. True. Very true. And sometimes in D box. Uh, I haven't shook, rattled, and rolled in a long time. Yeah. Well, I I didn't. I and, did. And I and 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 I haven't gone to a D box movie in quite a while either. Well, because Godzilla hasn't come Ooh. out. Boom, boom. Yeah. Because <laughs> we don't have any Godzilla right now, and that's what Scott brings Scott to the D boxes. His little Godzilla. His little Godzilla. Yo, yo, monster verse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, we can transition over from Godzilla to dragons. Let's do it. I think we better before we're in trouble. (laughs) 
<laughs> sounded like you were sounded like you were kind of channeling Cersei there for a moment. Oh, I was channeling Rhaenyra Targaryen when she dropped the afterbirth. That's what I was. Oh doing. Oh my god! Just, All right, so we're house we're house of house of crazy dragon cards now. Yeah, yeah. I Good tell episode. What. I think all around. Really, I think probably one of the best episodes so far. Oh, yes. But, you know, we certainly can pick it apart. But, well, uh, we could everything. We could. No, I mean, it was a good episode. Um, I I didn't find a lot of internet chatter that, that you know, had people saying goofy things I did. this time. Did you? Oh, well, lead with it. Lead with it then. The, um, the good stuff. There were people that, there were people, um, saw a couple articles um, and not a, any video, but... Um, uh, about Vagar, specifically, yeah. That um, and he's he's ugly. I mean, Vagar is ugly. She, and, uh, she, she, Vagar is Vagar is a girl. Ah, it's a girl. That's a girl. Oh, that's a girl. That's tur- a girl turkey, turkey waddle. waddle. She's, she's got, got a double there. chin, just yeah, like me. Does. Oh, Vagar. I'm <laughs> she's so just sorry. like she can't she can't wiggle her arms <laughs> and have it flap in her arms because they're too busy flying. Yeah, yeah. But uh, um, and specifically, um, it, well, it was that shot at the very beginning when they do. That very cool shot, actually, when you have Damon. Oh, excuse me. When you have Damon out there yeah. flying, and we did not know that he was actually with his wife at the time. Yes. And it was cool because then the shadow came over the top of him, and here it's this big uh-huh. goddamn dragon that was like, yeah. holy fuck. It was like a B-52. And B- I will beat 52, that one because there's no other way to say it. A B-52 oh flying dragon over a Cessna. Right. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. It was like a straight. bomber yeah. flying yeah. over a little Cessna. And therein lies the rub. That because I, they used, they went back and used um, the older type of special effects for it, where they had like they had, they had done all that stuff with Danny. Oh right, um, where she was like on a fake, you know, it was a saddle that was on a mm-hmm. a gimbal or whatever it was mm-hmm. with the green screen and everything. And they did that here as well. Mm-hmm. And I guess a lot of the other pieces of the of the show so far have been done with that. They call it the volume. They call that one the volume. Star Trek has its own too, but it's something different. We, we've talked about it. It's that because they're in a ginormous room that has all the, the walls actually project okay. the, the the environment rather than having to go in afterwards and, yeah. and throw it in with well, the yeah, green screen. So, so, the, so the actors can actually see what it is that they're doing. Well, I guess the... And I went back and looked at it and it was not the best. It looked a little... You know, because what it was was when they end up flying next to each other and Damon kind of looks over when he looks over at his wife and then he kind of he's kind of sits up like yeah, he's kind of like look neat. look I'm riding with no like, hand like, that, like on a bike right like on a well, bike yeah. and it was that part because then you can really see her but although for a moment and it does look a little hokey with her but I wonder so people were complaining about the effects is what it was that they thought the effects looked shitty uh-huh. I think what it was was because she was so tiny. Yeah, she's super on tiny. That, on that, you know, she's human size because, you mm-hmm. know, she's a human. And on top of this dragon that's the size of a freaking 15-story building. Yeah. I think that might be what it was because the proportions were so skewed from what we've normally been seeing with people on dragons. You know what I mean? Well, I'm thinking, okay, too. Danny I'm and Drogon sure and even even um, Damon, you know, with Seraxes and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure there's people out there that are talking about the weight 
ratio of the dragon to the wingspan and have the whole physics worked oh, out. Oh, yeah, and I haven't, I haven't F- heard that part you yet. people. Yeah, no, I didn't get that. It was, I mean, no, it was all, what I heard was, it was about the production piece, not, it wasn't yeah. the, well, the actual, like. I said, so I said, how can, how can anyone fly this dragon and know, and how can the dragon even. We talked even, about that. We did. We talked about that. There's some sort of psychic connection between the dragon and their rider, and we find out that it doesn't have to be from a hatchling like they can connect to a dragon without being a hatchling and i think this personally this dragon is an old dragon and it's just like an old trail horse it's i don't care who gets on me i'm just gonna <laughs> go down the trail i mean think about it but she well, is but up they there. still have to they still have to connect so when it's... she is up there though she and she says dracar she absolutely screams it. you can see it in her face she's just screaming it oh for when the, they do that little yes she's so that she just kinda... screaming it and it's like the vagar maybe vagar has hard of hearing i don't know but <laughs> but she's up there and he's big or she, she vagar's big and she's got to scream it to get its attention well yeah. i mean it's probably noisy well, yeah, you know, I suppose. up there flying it's and everything. Noisy. It's got to be noisy because they're basically flying in you know, open air. Oh, I don't care. I don't care about all these people talking about the special effects. Thank, thank, thank our lucky stars. We got a dragon scene in House of the Dragon. And, and it's a dragon that crop dusted the other dragon. Yeah, basically. it was great, too. It was a really good scene and it was nice. So what the criticism I heard about, well, there's several criticisms about the relationships in this particular show, but one of the biggest criticisms that I read was that we never got to see Damon and Lena sort of get together. We only see them at the green wedding, meeting each other, and they're kind of like eyeing each other. We absolutely see nothing about their relationship, and it's a decade later, and they've popped out a couple of kids, and... They're flying around trying to find a home for themselves, and we don't really, right. we don't really see any of that happen. And then it's just plain over, right? Spoilers. Do not listen past this if you don't want to hear. Too late. Too late. Yeah. Well, sorry. but I wonder if it, I wonder if it might have something to do with the fact that because she does die. Yeah, she dies. You know, and then and if you look at the, you know, the the full timeline of the book, you know, where she, you know, her twenty years or whatever. If you slide it back and forth through that whole timeline, you know, she's a snippet of it. Mm-hmm. She's a real snippet. And so when you get into Damon, but, you know, and, and everybody else, they have a much longer chunk of that timeline. But the biggest tragedy of all is I think she's absolutely beautiful. She's a cool character. She's got, you know, she's this dragon rider. Hair looks better than it did yeah, when she was 12. Yeah, she's Beyonce, <laughs> beyond belief. You know, she's... She did. She's very she's beautiful. Very incredible beautiful. character. And... Um, there's not much said about her in the book either, although in after Damon and her marry in the book, Rhaenyra really likes her, and she's trying to help her at Dragonstone. You know, like they're at Dragonstone and all this stuff, and she's trying to help her, and it's it's really an interesting dynamic, which we don't see any of, but that's okay. It's not necessary for the plot development. And, right. But I love the castle that they were at in Pentos. That was really nice. Yep, and yep. And I, I, I didn't, I didn't catch though who the the family was that they were with. It, they just said it, it was, was a, like a, a Pentoshi lord. Right. It was yeah. just it was a somebody. It was a it was a, it was a rich somebody. Right. So yeah. So that uh, they were sleeping on their couch. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. So I and that was really I really enjoyed that and. Um, 
we we segue over to basically um, Rhaenyra is also a full grown adult and she's whelped out. She's whelping out her third baby. I was you know? shocked that that was number three. I, f- I thought for sure they would bring us in on number one. Yeah, no. But they really. They, yeah. they jumped really far in the future and she's got established children and. Uh, three, three beautiful <laughs> raven haired sons. <laughs> yeah, raven and they don't. They don't look anything like uh, supposed baby daddy, Laner Valerian, who is black. I'm sorry. He's black with white hair. Not white, not Caucasian. And so one might say that because he's a lighter skinned um, black color and she's white, that maybe having a white baby would be somewhat normal. But with, not three, with, that hair. with three kids having black hair everybody's like something's up and Alicent is having none of it she's like i mean like this kind of makes me mad that the maid the maid as soon as the baby is born the maid is like to the future queen hey you need to get up and take that baby up to Alicent. she wants to see it as soon as it's born it's like well, you but know the, what? well but no but the queen the queen came down the current queen came down she was following orders from the current queen she is but she so doesn't I go even... get that baby she can't come down and look at the baby. And I mean, I know that there's drama here between Oh, it was Rhaenyra a power play. It was a power play. It was a total was. power play. But Rhaenyra also could have said, mm, I'll come up when I'm ready. I mean. I, I'm surprised she didn't. She's like, she's like, holy cow. I mean, she stands up and then it's like the afterbirth. And there were sounds. I'm sorry. There were sounds related to the removal of the placenta from her body. There, there were, were sounds. There were people squishing pudding pops. God, <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah, someone had to make that there sound were, effect. There, there were, just like from Star <laughs> Wars, mini bothans gave their lives for this information. <laughs> mini, mini pudding pops gave their lives for the scene. She, I don't think they make pudding pops anymore. I don't think they they're make all gone. They are all They're all stretched down the hallway. So, <laughs> they were all strawberry. Can you imagine? Oh, it's getting worse. Can you imagine coming home? You're like your your special effects all day, and you come home to your wife or your child you, or whoever. You you're like, today? what'd you do today, honey? And I'm like, I made an afterbirth sound. I was I I made afterbirth, and you're like, oh no. So anyway, oh. she has to climb all these stairs. But you know what? I think that's why she did it though, because you know, I just thought of this because if. Um, the demand to see the baby was a power play. Yeah. Obviously. And so I think Renera was like, well, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. Two can play this yeah. game. You think you're going to be tough by demanding that I, you, yeah. you see this baby? Let me show you tough. Yeah, right. I, I just had that baby five minutes ago, <laughs> and I'm going to drag me, oh, yeah. the baby, and this afterbirth with me up those stairs and, and present my child. That, she and shows now let's see who's tough. everybody in the castle. She shows everybody she in the castle how tough she I think is. Th- I yeah. think that's why she did it. Oh, I know, I know. And then we get up there and we meet Grandpa, Grandpa Viserys, and he doesn't got an arm. <laughs> they, call, they, call him, they call him one flipper. His whole arm is gone. <laughs> and he looks like he's Methuselah. He's like, his hair is, he's got brown spots and his hair. And I mean, like, what is he like? I mean, I don't think, I think I gotta, he's in his, supposed to be in his 50s. I gotta watch it again and see if he has like white shit in the corner of his, <laughs> his mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Old people have that. So, anyways, like, um, so he gets up, they get up to the top of the stairs and get this in room, and Laner's like, 
this is absurd. And I'm like, it sure as shit is. <laughs> and then uh, and then on the way out, if I hope viewers notice this on the way out, that she is leaving a trail of Pudding blood pops. on the floor. <laughs> it's just like, and I remember just like, they don't even notice it. Nobody even says anything. She well, wa- but no, but her laner does. Yeah, well, he's he like, kinda, this he, is absurd. Well, he turns around and looks at it. Mm-hmm. He's like, damn. No, what's absurd is... He didn't get one of his boy toys to help them out to at least manufacture one child that had one hair. Well, or white, white, one hair, white hair. You know, they could have, they could, you know, maybe they didn't have turkey basters, but they could have had somebody in there helping out. Well, so that okay, he could yeah, have actually yeah. got her pregnant. Okay, we're going to go there. We're actually, uh, Scott is going there right now because we had this discussion. We're like, and this is a bigger, this is a bigger discussion. It was just so stupid. Well, so what Scott is saying is that. They could have had probably um, a trifecta. They could have had some sort of trichoitus. They could have became a thruple and had like for uh, one night, you know, for one night. And I and I, my response to him was, I don't think they had a turkey baster back then. I mean, I I don't know. But you wouldn't have needed a turkey baster once you got things going. So so he could have got things going with with Carl. Was it? Oh, Carl's his new boyfriend. Right. Yeah. So they could have got Actually, things going with. Actually, it's spelled Q. I know, which A-R- is so stupid. It's Carl. Yeah. <laughs> it's Carl. So he could have got things going with Carl and then just rolled over and finished with his wife. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And I mean, then at least yeah. had one baby that looked like it came from the but, two of them. So here's my thought on this. Um, I do not feel, I think Renera does what she wants. And I, I think that she just has Always decided has. I don't have to have relationships with my husband to produce this air, but I will, I will have relations and I will birth whatever baby comes out of me and I'm the queen. Damon, Damon says this in some episode to Viserys, you're the king, you can make this happen. And I think Renera has that same mentality. You're the queen and it doesn't matter. Yeah, you're probably, you're probably right. So I think that's what happened. But you know, you're right too. I mean, at some point... Maybe Laner should say, hey, you know, I don't know who you're getting on with, but they don't look like me. Can you choose, like, maybe someone that looks more like me? <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I was just surprised. I was well, surprised. Well, and then that's another... The, because the whole thing turned out exactly as you would expect it to when yes. you're being that blind to what's going on. And she was even called on that, the fact, you oh, know, yeah, that, many times. that how can you be, you know... You can't be that blind to what's going on, right? Or what and you it, see. But it's uh, it's really the the best part is when Sir Harwin Strong's father, the Hand, says, "Hey, people have eyes." Well, exactly. <laughs> people exactly. have eyes. Yeah. yeah. Don't believe your lying eyes. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> That's a country song, <laughs> isn't it? I, isn't it something about I, lying eyes? I don't know. Okay. It was one of my dad's favorite. Yeah. Sayings. Yeah, it's a country song. You gonna believe me or your lying yeah. eyes? And I think that's yeah. like politics too, or something. Yeah, so um, I I think that was the so that was a similar criticism to what happened with Lena and Damon is that we didn't get to see any of the love or romance between Harwin Strong and Rhaenyra because the last thing you see about Har- Harwin Strong before the time jump is him throwing her over his shoulder like a sack of potatoes and getting her out of the melee at the green wedding. Right. That was the absolute last of it. And then all of a sudden you're a daddy three times Baby over. daddy. Yep. And yeah. And so, and it seems like they have like, it's just kind of sad. I mean, everything about that is sad because, uh, 
You know, I mean, then then that whole incident sends basically he has that incident in the yard where he's upset with Sir Kristen Cole because Sir Kristen is letting He's antagonizing him. Sir Kristen is letting Allison's children who look like that band Hanson, remember Mbop <laughs> or the Nelson brothers. They're like blonde uh. twins. They're like they're they're they are they do look inbred. Those kids look inbred. They're like albino inbred boys. They're they're pretty Yeah, they're I mean they're they look like just they're in in my world they're called chickens. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Okay. Agot twinks, yeah. Aegon. Well, twinks are just young, but chickens are the yeah. ones that are the really little skinny oh, ones, boy. the scrawny ones. Yeah, we're offending people now. No, uh, we're not. It's... Aegon and Amon, the the inbred boys of the house. The but dragon. they do look inbred, and they they look like their dad. <sighs> you know, they, that's another thing too. The jeans, none of Allison's jeans are getting in those kids. You know, she's got like red hair. You know, none of them are gingers. So well, and then, she's got four children. You know, in the this at this time in the show, she should have four children, but one is not being shown. The youngest one is not being shown. Oh, well, and then of of then the oldest one, the one that was caught jerking it. Yeah, that I didn't want to bring that up, but <laughs> you, you know, know that's hey. your that's your favorite doctor's. Yeah, son. it's Matt Smith's actual son. No, not Matt Smith. It's not Matt Smith's son. Mm-mm. Your favorite doctor, Tennant. Oh, Tenet. it's David Tennant. Yeah. I thought it was Matt Smith's child. David Tennant. Oh, well, okay. I think we might have to do some fact-checking on that and have an apology tour on the next episode. But <laughs> why, why do you have to have an apology tour? I don't know. Because I apologize. Maybe you should say I should stop apologizing. But when I get things wrong, I apologize to our listenership. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, I'll probably be having to apologize to split ends. No, you don't, have to, uh, you don't have to apologize. Well, anyway, while you're fact checking here, um, we, uh, okay, here we're reading. All right, David Tennant uh, would not be the first time I had to tell a man he was right. You are correct. I would I, think you'd be used to it by now. Uh, yeah, probably. I, it's whatever. <laughs> I was wrong. I mean, I'm legitimately wrong. I thought it was Matt Smith's kid. It's but not. you were, it's but kid. you were in the ballpark, so to speak. Ooh, yeah, true. So um, let's go back to dragons here. We, uh, um, you know, we get to go into the dragon pit in this episode, and that's pretty neat. That was cool. And my immediate thing was, I was trying to picture it from, um, Game of Thrones, because that was the dragon pit in the last season. Remember when Danny comes cruising on in um, on her own time frame? Everybody's waiting for her. Yeah. And so they can discuss, yeah. you know, peace or whatever. And she comes on in on Drogon. And, it's basically ruins and by the it's, time it's, she gets right, there. Right. That's it's the ruins. ruins. So as soon as they went in there, I'm kind of trying to think, okay, like, what's where? What's where? What's where? But it it was, I guess, the in uh, Game of Thrones, they were in the pit. And so there was, like, the top layer was gone. You know, mm-hmm. like like the the housing part must have been gone, and so yeah. So when we saw them in the pit, they were down in that same area. It just kind of looked more like an open air theater in yeah, Game of Thrones, right. but that was actually the pit part. The top was gone. Kind of like the Coliseum. Yeah, you know, yeah. The way it looks, or yeah. the bowl. Yeah. <laughs> that'd, be the, that'd be the BSC bowl for anybody who knows. Oh boy. We might, so yeah. So yeah. we're in the pit. Sorry, I interrupted. Yeah, we're down. You. That's okay. We're down in the pit. 
And, you know, we got the kids down there, the whole, all the kids, the cousins. And, the pig. Yeah. And so uh, Aegon, the eldest, decides to pay, play a little joke on Amond, his brother. And he's got this, he's got his cousins roped into it. So they're all, they seem like they're getting along. They seem I was like so surprised. I was so surprised because it did. But they're pulling a prank on Amond and they're like, oh, we got a dragon for you because Amond doesn't have his own dragon. And up comes this pig with wings. <laughs> and uh, if only pigs could fly, Amond, you'd have a, a hearty steed. Oh, God. <laughs> so- <laughs> Anyway, I don't know. I I thought that was I thought that was kind of a, a fun normal kid like thing. kid thing. But then it's like Allison just goes crazy with it, and makes a big deal of it, and um, we also have this weird uh, weird scene with Allison's daughter, her her only daughter, and her she that daughter is acting super weird, and she's holding some big slug. Remember, I said, what the hell is that? That she's holding. She had. She was like. It was like. Well, it was, was like given, a millipede or a centipede. Yeah, it's like she was giving her daughter a history lesson of some sort, and they were talking about a millipede, and the girl didn't seem quite right, which I didn't really understand what was happening. But uh, well, because they none of them have a unique chromosome between them. That's true. They, <laughs> there, maybe they're gonna. Maybe they're gonna have. They're gonna show some madness later with that girl. I don't know. I really don't know what they're gonna do with her. I don't even remember her name. Um, but, but I have no idea what I, I remember her and yeah I don't know what her name is. But there is some very, there's some really dramatic if they if they stick to the book there's some super dramatic stuff coming up with her. Um, I'm not going to spoil it because everyone will see it and I really don't know what the show's going to. We'll roll spoil out. it when we talk about it. Yeah, because yeah the show no, may no, completely show depart may from it. Completely depart from it. But and then later we get we see Amon uh, skulking around down in that dragon pit and he. He approaches a dragon, which we don't know what dragon it is. Do we ever figure that out? Rumor is it's Sunfire. Rumor is it's Sunfire. Well, Sunfire better look a hell of a lot better because they make Sunfire sound like it's the prettiest of all the dragons. And that thing just looked like a little. Well, it's kind of hard. Well, you really only saw like the neck and the head and yeah. kind of doing its. Yeah. You know, but yeah. rumor is it's Sunfire. But that, yeah, that becomes Aegon's, right? So, yeah. And then, you know, I mean, this was just a good dragon episode because then we segue out of that to uh, Lena in difficult childbirth. I was just going to say. We got another, we got another situation here. I mean, Martin, people just, Martin just loves to kill women in childbirth. They yeah, just I think like, about it, but that probably, I bet you half of them died in childbirth. Oh, a lot. I mean, yeah, it's true, but she's already had two kids. So why would this third one be that big of a problem? And we discover that absolutely nobody in Westeros can deliver a breech baby. Not anybody. And you ha- you said it right. Can- You're like, reach up in there like she's a cow, man, <laughs> exactly. and turn that, turn that baby around. I mean, man. it's like, what the hell? And there's never they I, they, ran, they went right away to cutting her open again. Yeah, they're they like, were like, oh, they're like, you know. like, you gonna cut her open? And he just, I don't think he even says anything. I think he just stares. And I really, I because I don't think he cared. I don't think he cares. I don't think he's. I don't think he cares about he cares about, babies. He cares about mm-hmm. him, you know. And it was. I think he thought, well, whatever happens, happens. Well, but I don't think he expected. But I think for he, what happened to happen, right? But I think he cares. Oh, I, I think he cares about her. And I'll say this because she clearly cleared up his erectile dysfunction. Because every other woman, he's 
Well, you got a point. Yeah, every other a, woman he's been kind of dilly dallying. Whoa, okay, put put the little drums. <laughs> yeah, okay. So every other woman he's a bit louder. <laughs> every other woman he's been dallying with, he's had issues in the bedroom, and clearly, I feel like he only got to dilly. I feel he like he loves her. I do feel like he loves her. He might not love his kids, but he loves her because just because when they were flying and he was, he looked happy. I think you're right. I think you're he right. He looked happy. And when she decided I'm going out like a s'more. Yeah. You know, he looked truly shocked. That was funny. That made me cough. <laughs> he looked too. truly shocked or, you know, whatever, you know, like. It, yeah. it was, I, th- I think it, I think it took yeah. him, you know. You know, um, so big, big deviation there from the books because she tells everyone in the book, she says, I want to, I want to see my dragon. I want to get on my dragon. I want to fly one last time. I want to die with the dragon. And she barely, she can't even make it up the steps to her dragon and she dies. She kind of like has a swan dive death and, uh. And that's how she goes out in the, in the book. But oh, in the book, I'm in the like, book. But in the show, she's got a really dramatic. I love death. how she went out in the show. <laughs> but she has so this super dramatic death. I mean, she goes up to Vagar, and he uh, Vagar is a she. I keep calling him. He lifts his head because old head. big dragon, and uh, the jaw is open, and it's just this gross. And she just like, looked. She just looked scraggly. Did you know that? She did. Every, she, drag, every dragon looks different, and that's one yes. of the things that's good yeah. compared because they complained because they said that, you know, Drogon and, and mm-hmm. Viserys and the other whatever, that, that they all looked the same they, in, in, they, in yeah. Thrones. And they did, they basically. Did. Mm. And every but dragon thought, so far has got their own kind of... I thought they look. did that in Game of Thrones to match their sigil, to look resemble their sigil. I think they did it because it was cheaper. Well, yeah, probably. Because they even as pretty, they got older, they ended up basically being the same color. They were pretty interchangeable, yeah. So, so you know, I mean, Vega lifts his head up. It's like, did that? Did that lady just say Dracarys? That lady. <laughs> what? What's going? What I'm supposed she, to kill her? She's she's got her big old wing out there with she got a big horn in her ear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, what, I mean, eh? What'd like, you say? What'd you say, like, Sonny? What? I mean, I like what they did. Like they didn't. I mean, I mean, what it wasn't, what it wasn't immediate. What yeah. would have happened if Vager had just immediately toasted her? You'd been like, well, what the fuck? but this is I think what we were talking about with this psychic connection. Yeah, was it took a minute, mm-hmm. and then and then um, Vagar was like, I gotcha. I yep I I well, get what's going on and I mean there she is she she does this though and you can't see me of course because I'm like because <laughs> you're you think you're in the power <laughs> of the Titanic yeah. she's doing this bugs in spreading your her arms out and she's saying just kill me now and I mean think about it she's gonna die they couldn't get that baby out of her she's gonna, she's die. gonna die and I bet I think that's when it finally connected with Vagar yeah. and knew and then that's why she you know toasted yeah. her yeah so sunny side up oh yeah. And then Damon's like, no. And I just wish they'd get one goddamn person on this show to say Dracarys correctly. Yeah. Every one of them, they either sound like they got a freaking mouthful of marbles or they, one side of their face doesn't work right. I mean, well, I and think like, even don't the you kid, think it's based on their accent, their home, like their their native accent, because they I, cast so many people that come you know, from it, different. And it, might, and it might be, but like the kid, whoever it was, was it was it Amon or Agar when they went down? And we thought he was looking at no, not Sunfire. That when they drug out the little the one that cooked his own lamb, <laughs> roast of lamb. 
Remember the one that they brought up in the oh like, yeah, the chains? that's just Jaceres, Jaceres, um, and and was doing you know? Can I say it? Can I say Jace. it? Well, and obviously, mm-hmm. no, you cannot. No, yeah, <laughs> because wait. he's he's it was like Dracurious yeah, or whatever he, it was. He's a little kid. And I, was, I don't care. He's getting paid. Okay, well, <laughs> so maybe they told him to say it wrong. We can't. We don't and know. Then, what I think that's probably why the dragon looked at him like, "What the fuck did you just say?" Yeah, what did yeah, you say to he's, me? He's learning. He's learning. That was that was. But uh, no, so, I mean, I really was sad because she's a super cool character. I mean, I like what they did with her and everything. But um, well, and then now this, the the preview that they did too. It's I liked how they somebody comes now. Now we're not spoiling anything because it's a preview, so you can see this on your own. When they come running in and <laughs> the best line, somebody stole Vagar. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. How do you steal a twenty ton dragon? Yeah, you know? and that's gonna be super. That I think this next episode is gonna be super awesome with that. I think so. we're just gonna start getting more and more dragons. Well, we're gonna, yeah. but we're gonna have to because if this whole the whole point of this show is the dance yep. of the dragon which is the civil war yep. with all the dragons yep it's coming up so coming eventually up. we're gonna have to have more than well we kind of the last couple episodes have been getting a new dragon and well they're each they're, episode there this is i felt finally felt like we had a show about dragons because this one actually rolled them out i, I think like they were supposed to be rolled out too and i know we're gonna have more i know we're gonna have more and it's gonna be fantastic but uh because who have we seen so far? We've seen Caraxes. We've seen um Caraxes, Vagar, we've seen um we've seen Vermax now because that is that's the one you were saying that Jaceris couldn't say Dracaris. He that's oh, yep, saying that yep. to Vermax. And then Sea Smoke. Sea Smoke, we've seen Sea Smoke. And then who is um um, um Which one is Rhaenyra's again? That's uh Rhaenyra's uh Rhaenyra's dragon is Cyrax. Rhaenyra's dragon is Cyrax. And then, and then, then we got. Uh, did we say Vagar already? Yeah. Well, yeah. So we're up to are we up to six that we've seen. I stopped counting. They're about. I think we're at about six now with that. Yeah, with the little one. Yeah. With with Dr- with Dracurius. Right. Right. I think we're at about yeah. six. Dracarys. <laughs> But no, she, uh, you know, that was her. She did get her dragon rider's death. I like that. She did. And then, she did. Um, um, really, there's a lot of other little stuff that happens, but we're not gonna get. We're not gonna get into all the fine minutia this time. We're around. out of the weeds. Yeah, we're we're not gonna get there. But I think with the biggest thing that we get then is we get, uh, you know, the Strongs, the the strong, uh, the father of Rhaenyra's children leaves he's basically him and his father the hand steps down as the hand and they travel to heron hall and then all of a sudden a mysterious fire happens yeah from the little weasel brother right christ and we know and we uh there's there's some interesting setup for that because so careful what you wish for yeah right that's what it boils down to right so but this is i didn't think you were gonna do that some of this some of this you were talking to it's like like people when they're talking to Certain political supporters, right? Some of, what they, did some you of them think are really freaking unhinged. Yeah, exactly. Right. What did you think was going to happen? You might think you're sane or whatever, and you, but you're going to be talking to people that are unhinged when you say things, and that's exactly what happened. Well, so I think I mean, so what we're referring to is Alicent is really set up by the clubfoot Laris Laris Strong, who is the son of the Hand. And and his brother is Sir Harwin. And up until this point, we don't know that anything is wrong. 
No, we do not know that anything is wrong. But you felt it. Wrong. You felt you had the did kind you, of feeling. I didn't I did, feel yeah. anything wrong between I, Harwin and his brother. First time when I saw him and I'm like, you know. He's a weaselly looking guy. You need, you need some Dr. Scholes to start out with. <laughs> he's a weaselly looking guy. <laughs> and he's a weaselly looking guy. Yeah, and, he's, uh, he's definitely. And when he sat with the ladies in the tent during the hunt. Right. You know, you could tell he was sitting there and he was kind of, he literally was, not literally, but he was drinking his tea or whatever it was. And it, you figuratively could see him twirling his mustache, right. you know, while he was while he was listening <laughs> yeah. in on everybody. So you know, he yeah. was, he's a piece of shit from the start. I didn't take, I didn't pick up on that as much oh. foreshadowing as you did with him. Um, but I mean, I mean, he is like coming into this is what's also creepy. He's coming into the queen's chambers late at night, dining with her. It sounds like this is something established that they do. So they've been plotting for a while. And he's just like kind of, um, he's just like kind of, I'm going to handle it. And then he, all of a sudden you see him going down into the dungeons and pulling out riffraff and he's pulling their teeth out of their face or their tongues. Cutting their tongues Cutting off. Cutting their tongues because then, they because then they couldn't tell anybody what yep. they, who told them to and, do it. And they really flash in, they, they zoom in. I mean like super zoom in on his cane that has this bug. And apparently it's a firefly. That's what I found out. There's a firefly in his cane. Mm-hmm. And then you see at Hall when you see all of his, assassins go in they're all wearing a firefly too. so that must be their the house and uh, i read i did i did see some stuff about him online that said that laris is the official the official king's torturer like that's his role his basically his role is at court is mm-hmm. he's perfect for it he's perfect well, we for don't it. know anything about this we don't know absolutely anything about this no but if you think about what we've seen so far right he's, he's absolutely for perfect for it but we don't know anything about it and uh you know i mean then he comes back and he's like hey i've taken care of it and you you know allison is just sputtering and we're kind of sputtering too like she is she is fu- sputtering dumbfounded because she knows he's got her now he's got her over a barrel and it was because of her yep and it's because of her that those people are dead. So reap what you sow, you bitch. Biatch. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, I think what's creepy though here is they they don't. So I really don't think they do that much setting setting Laris up to like hate his brother or hate his father. And so you're looking at really like a sociopath type personality. He here. was completely disconnected from from his actions. He seemed yeah. To be. I mean, he's it was like, like yeah. yeah. So I killed my, my brother and my dad. Whatever killed and 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 one hundred percent probably so that he could maybe be set up as hand or he could um, lead in whatever rebellion King they're consort. going for right well and that you know it would almost never know. it would almost make some sense if him and Allison had hooked up which I kind of kind of wish they'd done that I wish they'd made it I mean they they clearly established a friendship. But this well, is like she's sleeping with Kristen. Uh, she's got to be. I don't know. I don't think that's no. happening. So, um, then he says. I mean, I have the quote here. The queen makes a wish. He says the queen yeah. makes a wish, and he doesn't even have to finish the sentence. And she's like, "You did this," and he said, "I am sure you will reward me." Yeah. So. That's pretty. That was pretty, nasty. pretty rough. That's pretty rough. Well, that was uh, pretty much. I think that was pretty much the. That was kind of. I mean, there was the some. End. 
We, we talked a little bit about it. I mean, Viserys is just, he seems almost like a non-entity anymore. He's, you know, he's really struggling. He's got to be propped up. He's not really, he doesn't seem to be paying much attention to what's going on around him anymore. And well, and if we, if we dip into, okay, so we, nothing, what, okay, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. So if I, if I stick to what we already know, something that's already been broadcast, we know that she and her family now move and it was she I, Renera. they are going to go out to um oh yeah that's the final scene stone I almost call forgot it, right? dragonstone excuse there. me dragonstone so they they're gone to dragonstone which is where she really should have been living anyway because that's what that was rightfully her because mm-hmm. she's the heir that was where you know that that was her cottage <laughs> and and we then we know now i'll be doing some spoilers from the books She's living there when her dad died. When her dad dies, yep. And so, as as rough as he is right now, I mean, this sets up for at least in this season for him to be gone, and then the beginning of the fight for the throne to yeah. start. That's my my guess is that I think that that's going to be kind of how the season ends. I think the, I think they will end it. I think they'll end the season on that note. That the very beginning of the civil war. Yeah. 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 He'll be dead. Um, she'll find out about it because we, you know, again, and now, now I'm spoiling stuff because we know that she doesn't find out about it till later because Allison actually holds that information, holds yeah, that she, news to try to get her, you know, chromosome deficient son right. into the chair. Well, by, I mean, the no, throne. in the book, actually, it's her father who has been restored as hand who uh, uh, who plays that game. Right, but it's but she plays along. She does. Oh, I mean, but she's always playing along to what Daddy right. wants well, her to do. And then, I mean, it's pretty. Convenient. And that's what spins up. That's what really spins up the entire war between the Greens and the Blacks. It's pretty convenient too that we have uh, Rhaenyra and Laenor landing at Dragonstone when Damon's wife is dead. And her baby daddy, Sir Harwin Strong, is dead too. So that's that's that. Laner still all around. Laner is still around, and whatever whatever they got cooking for Laner, it's coming. Because I don't see him much longer on the show. I give Laner Valerian one more episode, and we're oh, you think that quick? I think so. I think the next episode we're going to see the demise of Laner, and this is not—I do not know—I'm predicting. I'm saying the demise of Laner Valerian will probably be episode seven. Hadn't thought about it. Yeah, it's coming. I mean, I—I I mean, I know what happens. It's coming. I just haven't thought about yeah. when. Yeah, I think it's coming because he's just—he's a. Uh, I'm sorry, but he's an absolute waste of a character. They—they really—they have kind of only given him what maybe so he has an episode as a child he has one episode as a child where he's briefly seen and the next time you see him he's at the step stones riding sea smoke and he's pretty badass there he looks he actually he's still looks young pretty good. he's still young still young and then the next time we see him new actor he, new actor oh, no excuse me the next time we see him same actor but walking down the, walking down the beach yeah yeah. Getting ready for the oh, wedding. Oh shoot! There's four episodes because there's the wedding. I forgot about the wedding. But yeah. but still, but but in the book too. I mean, again, you know, back to that slice of time that that particular character is involved with the entire timeline of the book. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, but a slice. Yeah. You know, and he has a small one as yeah. well. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Uh, 
got a lot of drums tonight. Got a lot of drums. Yeah, so there there we are. There I it is, in a nutshell. In a nutshell. That uh, was, you know, I mean, definitely a lot of people are saying this is the best episode of The Batch. I said I, that. I don't know if I'm going to go with that, but it was good, definitely a good episode just for dragons only. Dragons, dragons, dragons. That's all I care about. Well, because yeah. we wanted more dragons right meow. Right meow, I got them. We got some. Still got not em. enough, so, but we're... we're we're getting introduced to him because we know that there's going to be it's going to become a, a dragon, a dragon uh, casserole. Yeah, well, you know, in more ways s- than one. And sadly, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna see some sad things with dragons. You know that everybody knows that's coming. I know, and there <laughs> I was gonna say, and there won't be, but there will. I bet I don't know about the green beans, but I bet there's definitely going to be some crispy fried onions. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should end on crispy fried onions. <laughs> we'll end on crisp. Okay, we'll end on All crispy right. fried onions. Well, hey, thanks so. for listening. And uh, this is Nancy. I want to say Scott. Uh, thank you to our. Uh, hopefully, we're up to ten listeners now. I prove <laughs> we're already at ten. I got to. I got to take another yeah. look here. All right. So anyway, thanks everybody, and we'll see you next time. Thank or you. Hear you next time or whatever. Smell I don't know. you later. Smell you later. There you go. <laughs>